Welcome to the campfire. Today we are taking a deep dive into District 95A Division 2. The teams in this district are Dayton, Marshall, Willow Ridge, Galena Park, Nederland, Port Natchez Groves, Santa Fe, and Texas City. Let's start off by analyzing these teams in our film session. The first team that jumps out to you in this district is 5A Division II state runner-up Port Natchez Groves. The Indians lost to Fort Bend Marshall in district play, but learned from that loss to beat the Buffs in the rematch, which took place in the regional final. PNG lost some talent to graduation, including quarterback Cole Crippen, but they return enough athletes to make a run at the district title. Speaking of athletes, you have to talk about Fort Bend Marshall. The Buffaloes went 7-0 in district play, and they returned Jonathan Hayes at running back, along with one of the best secondaries in Houston, led by William Mitchell, Paul Lucas, and Joshua Lair. But you can't just give the title to one of those two teams. Dayton and Texas City were solid playoff teams last year and have a shot at the district crown this year. Dayton loses the district's offensive MVP in Vernon Harrison, but has enough pieces to try to duplicate their third-place finish, if not better. Meanwhile, the Stingerees return underrated running back Caleb Bell and defensive newcomer of the year Caden Clay. Santa Fe brings back sophomore tackling machine Darius Herbert at linebacker. Nederland's running game looks to be well taken care of behind Hubert Thomas. Willow Ridge has a trio of receivers that were second team all district and they all return for 2023. Galena Park started off last year 3-0 but could not find a win in district play. For an even deeper look at 95A Division II, here's producer Ward Fasold and the Houston Chronicle's John Poorman with the district breakdown. All right, district breakdown time, and we have my man John Poorman from the Houston Chronicle. John, we're talking 95A Division II. Uh, we always talk about Fort Bend Marshall and usually everybody else, but we got a team in this district that made it to the state championship game, and it wasn't Marshall. So, uh, it, it, it seems to be a little bit more powerful than maybe I gave it credit for last year. Talk about what you think about uh, the 2023 season with this district. Yeah, well, you know, as you mentioned, um, you know, Port Natchez Groves is the reigning uh, state runner up. They made it all the way to the championship game before losing. But, you know, that was the top team coming out of this district uh, in the playoffs last year. They beat Fort Ben Marshall. Uh, I believe it was in the, the third or fourth round of the playoffs there. Um, and so that was a rematch from an earlier game that, that uh, Marshall had won earlier in the season. So, you know, they were the undefeated district champions. And Marshall still has a quite a lengthy uh, district winning streak going on uh, heading into the 2023 season. Um, you know, I think that once again, uh, you know, it's going to come down to these two teams. Uh, you know, Port Natchez Groves obviously had a, an amazing postseason run and, and uh, got some magic going there in the playoffs. But make no mistake, Fort Ben Marshall is going to be back. They've got, uh, you know, plenty of, of great athletes down there. Um, you know, they have to replace some key pieces on both sides of the ball, um, notably quarterback Jordan Davis, who stepped up as a senior and really played well. Um, receiver uh, Jacoby Banks, who's now at the University of Houston, um, you know, but they have some other guys on that side of the ball. Um, I'm looking at a couple of wide receivers, Andre Feast and Caden Ferguson, Ferguson, who are already garnering Division One offers. Um, you know, they're going to be juniors in the fall. And then uh, running back Jonathan Hayes also got some valuable experience. So um, it might come down to, you know, who's going to take over that quarterback spot and replace Davis. And then you know, on the defensive side, they lost guys like Jordan Sample and, and Trent Thomas and um, – 
you know, Zach Chapman, um, you know, those are not easy guys to replace, but, uh, you know, Coach has done a great job down there and, and building this program into a district title contender every single year. I can't wait to visit with you next week. Yeah, that should be a fun one for sure. All right, John, thank you. We'll post the entire breakdown segment this Wednesday on our social media pages. Now let's take a look at some game changers and our players on the rise presented by Parker University. At Texas City, they call him underrated Caleb, but his district opponents have rated him appropriately. Caleb Bell is a fire plug of a running back coming in at 5'8 and 200 pounds, but don't let his stature fool you. If you don't make that initial tackle, he's gone. Back-to-back 1,000-yard -back seasons has made Bell a target for all of 9-5A defensive coordinators. Shea Adams of Port Natchez Groves was first-team all-district to wide receiver last year, but look for him behind center in 2023. As receiver, he caught 35 passes for 429 yards and five scores. However, he'll be taking over for 2,500-yard passer Cole Crippen, and Shea should do just fine with his strong arm. Adams is one of those plug-and-play athletes and looks to help the Indians return to Jerry World. In one of the best defensive backfields in Houston, Joshua Lair leads the way for Fort Ben Marshall. Lair is one of the hardest hitters in the district, so when he lays you out, you feel it. He finished with 54 tackles, three sacks, three forced fumbles, and two picks, one of which he returned for six. Lair has received several offers, including Texas A&M, LSU, and Baylor. Another hard hitter in this district is Texas City middle linebacker Caden Clay. As a sophomore, he was co-newcomer of the year on defense for his ability to track the ball carrier and lay the wood. The Stingerees are hoping to challenge for a district title, and the physical play of Clay could be what gets them there. Our Ward Fasol caught up to Nederland head coach Monty Barrow to talk about his Bulldogs in our Media Day segment. All right, it's media day, and we are talking with Monty Barrow from Nederland, and we're talking 9-5A Division II. Coach, let's talk a little bit about last year. The record didn't kind of show it, but uh, it was a growing pains because you're going in a new realigned district, and you it's, you know, if you look closely at it, you, you played a state semifinalist right down to the, to the wire. They only lost by a couple points. You beat the teams you were supposed to beat, and you beat them pretty handily. Now it's, uh, it's talking about trying to get that next step. Talk about what you learned from last year's team being in this district and, and what you can do next year, this coming year to maybe improve on that record. Yeah, well, first off, you know, the district we're in, uh, very, very competitive district, obviously, with uh, Port Natchez going to, the, you know, the final game. And, and you have Fort Ben Marshall, who's always, always there. And then other schools that have, uh, you know, kind of gotten back to what they – normally are in Texas city, Dayton, schools like that. So, uh, but we were young last year uh, and that doesn't mean nothing for the next two years. You know, we started 10 sophomores. So we hope uh, that that, you know, we see the, that pay off in the next couple of years. Uh, we're excited about uh, that group and, and we're, what they are mixing with, with the group in front of them, the group behind them. Uh, we had a, a smaller senior class this past season. Uh, had some great kids in that class and just there wasn't a lot of them uh, so uh, that's why it was that was the youth it wasn't about uh, you know trying to build for the future that's just you know that, that was what we had and that, that was the players we had and they were good football players but being your first year on Friday night uh, and especially in Texas high school football is is not an easy task 
exactly. Hey, I appreciate you joining me today, Coach, and uh, good luck. I know we're four months away, but good luck when the season comes around. Let's try to get some more wins on that skit, on that ledger. I appreciate you. Appreciate it all every time. You can catch the entire interview Friday on our social media channels. That's going to do it for this week's campfire. Next week, we dive into 10-5A Division II. Until then, have a great week, everybody.